Well, how to do, neighbors? This is your best buddy and friend in the world, Vadim. Welcome to 90s Guy Babble, where we just babble on about things that I want to talk about. Me, 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 usually. No way, that's not how the song goes. But, anywho, so I'm back. Just wanted to uh, talk about a few things. Um... So, uh, I'm not much of a, how do I put this, I'm not much of a person to, uh, destroy things or to try to, uh, make it hard on people or to try to ruin somebody's, um, hustle, if you, you know, could put it like that. I definitely don't go out of my way to try to find people, you know, doing things that I, that I don't like and try to, um, ruin that for them. I don't do that. That's just not me. That's not my uh, personality. Now, I had a buddy who passed away. Um, you know, bless his family. He was uh, 26 and uh, died of a heroin overdose, which he didn't do heroin. That's the crazy part. He just had one bad hit and uh, it killed him. Um, he was actually one of my best friends not one of my best friends, he was my best friend, he was, uh, he was everything as a friend, um, he was the person I could confide in, he was the person that understood me, and, uh, he was a character, that's for sure, he, uh, one of the things he did, which was pretty funny, was, um, he would, uh, he would get really drunk, and, uh, you know, some of that liquid courage, and he would stand at a gas station, and wait for people to park in the, um, what's that called? I know that you guys probably know what I'm talking about already, but I want to, the handicapped parking space. So he would wait for people to park in the handicapped parking space, and um, <laughs> and he would call them out, you know, if they weren't supposed to park there. And it, it didn't matter if you were a guy or if you were a woman. Or, I mean, he would call you out. He'd be like, hey, you're not supposed to park there. What are you doing? This and that. And, you know, oftentimes people would, you know, get pissed off or whatever, just, you know, argue with him or go into the store and do their business. But uh, a lot of times people would move their cars. Um, I don't know if they thought he was an employee that was just having a rough day or what, but, uh, yeah, they would move their cars. And so that's not to say that, you know, he's evil for doing that. He just saw something that, you know, normally bugged the crap out of him. And that was a hobby for him. He would like to stand there, get some courage through alcohol, and then approach that thing that normally bugged him. And, um, you know, other than the getting drunk part, you know, sometimes I wish I could stand there and just call people out for certain things that they do. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the the same way about me, but, you know, that's just how the world works. Um, But in saying that, so my point was that I'm not really that kind of person I don't go around uh I don't know if it's necessarily picking fights or I don't go around standing strongly on certain things or or anything really I just kind of try to be meek and and put my head down and kind of just do what I'm supposed to do and and do my thing which you know has its benefits but at the same time has its negatives 
just like everything else in life. Like I just bought a pair of boots that uh, benefit me in a sense that uh, they're strong, they're sturdy. Uh, the concrete at work doesn't beat my feet as much anymore. But now the boots have a heel, so the heel I'm not used to, the arch I'm not used to, and it's still kind of hurting my feet. And now I have to get used to that. So there's positives and negatives and everything. Um, now, so my reason for getting you know into this point is that uh, I work at a store, a grocery store, and um, outside of our grocery store, there's this, uh, I don't want to call it a ministry. There's this program or whatever. They call themselves a ministry, but I'm not big on that word for them. But okay, I'll say that. They call themselves a ministry. Um, and what they do is they sell uh, faith-based uh, t-shirts, necklaces, uh, things like that, bracelets. Um, and, you know, it's just generic stuff. It's, uh, you know, um, not today Satan, addicted to Jesus, stuff like that. And, you know, you got little necklaces necklaces made out of little nails um, and bracelets, which, you know, whatever. If you're going to buy something... Uh, you know, if you're coming up to a ministry you know nothing about and you're just giving them money, like, hey, here's 50 bucks, here's a donation of $50, well, you just threw that money to the wind because um, you don't, like I said, you don't know nothing about that ministry. You don't know where that money's going. You don't know whose pocket it's lining. Um, you don't know if it's some big fat cat sitting up in a you know ivory tower that's raking in all this money, paying the little guys here and there, and it's going to what cause? Who knows? To make some guy richer? If that's truly what it is, well, there's a place in a book that says um, those who uh, those who benefit the rich will themselves become poor. So if you're giving to the rich, if you're giving to these, you know, TV preachers and, and TV uh, apostles and prophets, then uh, you're gonna go broke because you're giving to something that is completely destructive it's evil it's rude as evil and they're just using something that's good as a facade they're uh they're you know tombstones that are painted over but have rotting corpses underneath they look beautiful on the outside but on the inside it's death um well anyways so this ministry you know a couple weeks ago i came and i uh i bought like Three different shirts, um, a necklace that I wore uh, up until broke here recently, and I think altogether I spent maybe forty dollars, um, which isn't a lot, but just to go out and just blow on some random thing that they're selling outside of a store, most people don't just blow forty dollars on just some random thing, especially if you work at a grocery store or some lower paying job. Forty dollars is you know, that's decent little amount of money that you can use towards, you know, completely fill your car with gas and then maybe have some leftover money to buy some food or whatever. And that gas will last you for a whole week. So pretty much $40 to a person like me can be something used for a whole week, um, a bill for that month, um, whatever. Um, so, you know, I went out and I, I, I don't want to say donated, but I gave and I received something for it. So in that case, um, you know, I don't feel too bad giving because I got something out of it. Now, granted, my wife, the shirts I got her, she wears them. I don't really wear the shirts. I'm not 
I'm not big on faith-based shirts. I don't know why. Now, I am a Christian, but I just, to me, they're kind of tacky. Um, they're always made really cheap. Uh, the designs are always really, you could just tell they're, they're, they're weak. I mean, the shirts are weak. Um, they come off tacky. Um, either way, I don't believe that, you know, a shirt is a way that's going to show somebody that you're this man of God, because you could be wearing a shirt and, uh, be the devil himself, or you could be wearing an evil shirt and turn out to be a pretty good guy that just doesn't understand you're wearing an evil shirt just because you don't speak the language. You know, who knows? Some guy in China might be wearing some, you know, Satanist shirt and be praising Jesus. We don't know. But anyways, so the shirts weren't a big deal for me. I didn't really wear them, but, you know, I gave the money. Now, I'm not going to just donate just to freaking donate. I don't know who the hell you are. I don't know what ministry you're serving. I don't know nothing about you. And before I went into rehab and before I went to recovery, I actually got one of their, their little flyers, and I actually tried to go, you know, and see if I could find some help from the ministry. Well, it turns out that the ministry is located in, like, Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm here in Kentucky. Why the heck would I, like, What? This is no help to me at all. So we're paying to support some some rehab or some men's uh, rehabilitation program that's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It's not even local. That doesn't make any sense. And I work at a local store that's big on local things. Um, and so I didn't understand. You know, I, you know, I thought maybe the manager had some close connections with these people or blah, blah, blah. I didn't know nothing about that. Um, but as the story goes on, so these people are back now this week, and uh, this week, I, now, now, I will say this, I don't know if the reason and the ways they talked to me or the way this they acted was because I was wearing clothes that would not represent the fact that I work at the store. Um, I was wearing a jacket that was covering my name badge. I wasn't wearing a, a, a what is it? you know, my, my store attire. And, uh, and so, <clears throat> so they kind of, they didn't harass me, but they were real salesman. Like, Hey man, you better, no, no, I'm good. Oh man. No, no, no. Hey, I'm good. And I just keep walking. Some people I watched them, they just walked right in. They didn't even look at them. If they would try to talk to them, they would just walk right past. And you know, all power to them. That's pretty cool. I wish I could have that willpower to just walk past people, not even look in their faces. Um, but so anyways, so I, I, I work at the store and I'm leaving the store to go on a, you know, 15 minute break and I'm walking out and one of the guys who just, I'm going to tell you his appearance, he looked like, you know, some he looked like he maybe was like a country boy from more of like a closer to the city area. So like he was a maybe country boy, but lived in the city for a little while and man, you know, uh, was kind of a sports guy and this and that. Um, he had like a kind of shaggy beard. Um, but anyways, looked like somebody that's probably gotten into some fights or whatever, you know, a tough guy. And, uh, you know, I've been in my fair share of, of situations like that. So I'm not intimidated by tough guys. 
And I understand the way the world works. The world does not favor tough guys. You're not going to go out beating people up. You're not going to go out manhandling everyone to do what you want them to do. The world's all about manipulation. So being a tough guy doesn't work because it's physical. And the world's pretty anti-physical when it comes to our Western culture. Um, We've really feminized that. And so now it's more, you know, what can I say? What can I get you to believe for you to act a certain way? So anyways, um, I'm leaving and, you know, he approaches me or whatever and I go, and I don't remember what he said, but I go, hey man, I just gave a couple of weeks ago, I bought some shirts and stuff. And I think because he didn't know I was an employee, he goes, well, why don't you give today? And that's exactly how he said, he said, well, why don't you give today? So the, why don't you was more of like a, why don't you, in an aggressive sense, and then give today, he softened it out like, what about today? And so he kind of, he kind of, um, he kind of stepped up to me, like, why don't you give today, you know? What, what, is, what does two weeks ago have to do with anything? This is today, you know, give today. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I kind of got caught up, because I thought I was going to say that, that's the end of it. I've said it to a couple of other guys, and I've just walked away. Um, but this guy was, like I said, a tough guy. So he felt like he, you know, here's another young guy right here. He wants to step up. He's not scared of me. So, you know, he wants to, you know, buck up and tell me, well, what do you, what do you mean you gave two weeks ago, bro? Give today, bro. Come on, bro. And so I get kind of caught up because I get angry very quick. And so before I get angry, I get, I, fl- I fluster. So I don't know, I, I kind of lose my words, I lose what I'm about to say, I lose my trains of thought, because it, it doesn't take very much or very long for me to start seeing red, and then when I get to that point, then I'll just, you know, whatever happens, happens. But before that, I, I quickly squeezed out, I I just got $20 in my account, man, and that was the honest truth, I only have $20 in my account. Now, these are former addicts and stuff. I don't know how former, but, you know, former addicts or whatever. So in his head, I'm lying because I know the way they think. I just went to rehab and I've been around these people most of my life. So he's thinking I'm lying. I just made up a lie. You know, oh, here's this guy coming out with a nice Nike jacket. He got some nice boots on that I just spent pretty much my whole paycheck on. And I only have $20 left because I bought these boots. So he's thinking, well, this guy's making stuff up. He doesn't just got $20 on his account. So, you know, in his head, he's, I know not only that I deny what he wanted me to do, I just lied to him. Granted, who gives a crap, right? I'm a, I'm a customer in the sense. Well, see, the thing is, is they don't see customers at Kroger as customers of Kroger, the place that they're panhandling at so that they need to act nice to these customers because they could possibly get turned away. Well, the way they look at it is, hey, when this guy's leaving and I'm going to buck up at him, there's two things that could either happen. Either one is he's going to crack or break and he's going to end up giving some money or two, he's just going to get frustrated and leave. And who gives a crap? He's not going to come back and remember it next week when he comes grocery shopping. And he's definitely not going to turn around and walk back into the store and complain about it. For the most part, nobody's going to do that. Oh, and if someone does do that, no offense, it's probably going to be a woman. And the thing is, is I've, I've heard the way they talk to women. They sweet talk them. They sweet talk them, but they grab them in this like, it's a forceful sweet talk. 
like, hey, 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 man, why don't you come, come here? Like, this and this and that. And they use the whole alcoholics and drug addicts very, very vividly. We are uh, suffering alcoholics and drug addicts that need help. You know, and when a person gives you that whole BS, it's hard to say, well, I don't give a shit about alcoholics or drug addicts. Sorry, I don't care about you guys. Um, and if, you know, because you don't know what the ministry is about. That's the whole point. It's a it's a dark area. You just see this random person start telling you about people that are seeking help. You think, well, this is a nice establishment. I go to the store all the time. I don't think that the manager of the store would allow some sleazeball program to stand out here and, and you know, and uh, sling their garbage around, and that's just exactly what happened. You know, our manager accidentally didn't, you know, dig deep enough to find out, and and it just happened to be that this company was just complete BS. Well, the story kind of doesn't end there, so I go to my break, and I was walking back in. Like I said, I'm not going to crack, and I'm not going to be scared of anyone, so I look at the guy, because now he's at the other end of the store where I'm walking in now. So he was at one door. Now he's at the other door. Just happened to be there. And, I'm, you know, I look at him and he stares me down. And if you're a guy, you'll know what I'm saying. He was sizing me up, you know, like, what's up, bro? And uh, when I got inside, there was a little battle in my head of trying to get into that whole childish mentality of, well, I'm, I'm sure I could take him or you know, I'm sure this, this and that, and blah, 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 you know, and I, and I own a gun, and there was just, you know, some little, little voice in the back of my head, like, well, at least I have a gun, you know, I don't have to be scared of this and that, but I had to push all that aside, and say, no, what am I getting upset about, this is some goofball, and he's just acting crazy, well, when I was going on my next break, one of the other guys, who's already asked me two or three times before, asked me again, and this time I just went, look, I don't know, I'm good, man, you know, and I just walked on, because I'm trying to be honest and nice to people, so I tried to tell them honestly, hey, look, you know, I don't got money, or hey, look, I gave before, and if those answers aren't working, and if you're not even attentive enough to remember that you've already asked this person three times, well, then what that tells me is that you're not necessarily... You're not necessarily trying to remember these people because it's all a sales pitch for you. And when it's all about sales, it's not about the person. It's all about how much money can we rack in. So at this point, I'm like kind of frustrated with this whole put thing. And I'm kind of like, man, this is going to be annoying. First off, it's annoying for the customers. I heard a wife say to her husband because once she came in after him, he was further down in the store and she came in after him and she went, and he went, man, honey, couldn't you just walk away? And she's like, I couldn't. They kind of just kept holding on to me. And, you know, she meant verbally. But And so they're harassing the customers. They're harassing me, who was a customer in their eyes, but employee. And then they actually turned out to be harassing some of the female employees. They were, you know, catcalling them and stuff. So at the end of the day, I come up to one of the co-managers, who's my friend. And I explain this all to her, you know. And I just just fill her in just say hey this is what's going on this is what's happening and she goes oh yeah yeah they they don't they don't come off as good and she's the one who brought up the fact that they were catcalling one of the girl employees well when i brought this up it just so happens that the main manager comes up and um he's standing at the desk and 
the co-manager or my friend, she comes up to him and fills him in on all the information. Says this is what's going on. They're catcalling our women. They're being aggressive towards customers. All this other stuff. And he pretty much said, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Yeah, we'll get rid of them. Well, I told her, I said, I don't even think this company is based out of um, like a local area. And she said, no, no, no. There's no way. They're, I thought they're from, and it's one city over, this city. And I said, I'm almost positive because when I was going through uh, that hard time in my life, I reached out and uh, it it was from somewhere else. She's like, I, I don't know. So she wasn't too sure and I wasn't 100% on it. I couldn't remember because it was months ago when I did reach out. So when I was leaving the store for the end of the day, I found one of their pieces of papers that they were hanging out on the floor. So I got the piece of paper. I got in my car and I made a call and I said, hey, uh, I said, uh, I said, where are you guys located out of? And she said, oh, we're located out of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I said, oh, do you guys have uh, a group that's in, uh, you know, the area of Kentucky I'm in? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we do. We uh, we sell faith-based jewelry and uh, and we sell, you know, like uh, faith-based t-shirts and stuff. Nothing about recovery, nothing about helping people who need help, none of that. Um, and so anyways, I call my co-sponsor real quick, and I, or co- <laughs> sorry, co-manager real quick, and I tell her, I say, hey, I just called the company. It's it's out of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And she goes, oh, thank you so much. That's really good. Thank you. So that thing that panhandling company is going to get rid of it's not going to be in front of our store anymore which is great for me and great for the customers because man i don't want to be working in a store where the customers are being harassed by freaking i mean i hate to say it like this but it comes off like bums i mean it, it it's exactly what bums do and and there's a there's a um a meeting place that I go to every now and then, and and there's these bums that sleep across the street, and that's exactly what they do. They come up to you, they harass you, they just don't stop. They keep asking for change. They 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 if you say no, you have to say no twice or three times. They'll come back to you and ask you again. Then they'll go and ask other people until you tell them you're gonna call the law or do something drastic. That's when they finally leave, and it's like that with these people. You know, they're going to abuse that power because as soon as they see that they're starting to make money, they're going to crank it up a notch and take it almost violently. I mean, take it almost to a level that's disrespectful and rude because the money's coming in. And until you take action and get them out of there, they're not going to stop. So I know this was kind of a babbly podcast, um, but if I could maybe leave you guys with anything to think about. Those bums that are standing on the sides of the roads, um, next time just think twice before you give them money. Um, I'm not saying don't ever give money to homeless people. I give money to homeless guys that look like they're just completely burnt out. And the reason I do that is I know they're going to drink and I know they're going to use that money to drink. But at least with them, it's kind of transparent. And I do it for the simple fact that this guy is is on his, you know, last couple strings of life. And, uh, that's all he has to live for now. Um, but the people that are getting in a car and driving off or, you know, they're standing there and they have, you know, multiple friends that they're swapping in and doing it almost as a business. 
screw those people, man. Don't be giving those people money because I'm telling you, if they have money at home and you're giving them money, you're going to go broke yourself. Your life's not going to be good. You're not going to have blessings in your life. And not even blessings, just who wants to give money to people who don't deserve it and don't need it? You know, who wants to give money to people that are going to are going to use that money in an evil way when in reality they're standing out there saying, holding a sign saying, I need food, I need this, and that, I need work, God bless you. You know, it's all a scheme. This world is so dark and evil, and you have to look past that sometimes. That's all I got for today, guys. I'm a little under the weather. Take care.